thank you guys for joining us uh, on this uh, October the 14th, 9.30 and some change. I like when you take over when you take over and start doing things. Finally, after our fucking 15th episode, you start to actually <laughs> push and, and be a good, you know, co-host. It's, no, I, you know, here's the thing with the with the co-host. Some, you drive a lot because you know a lot more than I do, so I let you talk. You know what I'm saying? But right now, it's getting yeah, a little out of hand, especially with me, you, and Fernando in the in the same even room or hey, Zoom room. Him and Emilio ganged up on me in the last podcast. Uh, you know what? You deserved it though. Sorry. You went, you went, you went. I'm bringing my friend in, but she's your friend too, but he's my went, friend more. You um, went awry. You went awry. You started talking about Disneyland stories for no apparent reason. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, Disneyland is haunted. Isn't that what this whole podcast is about? Well, that I'm, wasn't, but that wasn't the stories. That wasn't the stories that they were talking about. They were talking about, friend. they were talking about being in competition in, uh, what ride was it? We were at Buzz Lightyear ride. Okay, that, see, there you okay, go. but that that ride is haunted. Some kid died at Buzz Lightyear. Shut up, bro. All right, here we go. It's uh, it's nine thirty, October fourteenth, episode fifteenth. October fifteenth. Paragorda podcast. Wait, wait, it's episode. It's not episode thirteen. We always 15. get this wrong. Don't I said even say. 15. Is it fifteen? Let's not even say what episode. Yeah. This is. All right, it's episode whatever. But here it is. We still you know? got one that we haven't released yet, which is great. <laughs> it's yeah, the yeah. episode. You got, you got Momo Rodriguez, Don Hefty, and we have... Oh, now you're saying my name, are you? Okay. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> See? This is why I can't take over, bro. Paragordo activities, Don Hefty. Activities? Ay. All right. October 14th. Uno. Paragordo activity, Podcast. Don Hefty. Espérate, es el 15. Ya es el 15. Bueno, pues, you know, ya valió madre. You know Start what? Let's just say new paragordo. Perigordo Activity Podcast. This is Mom Rodriguez here with my amazing co-host, Don Hefty, the maker of empanadas, the giver of no sex. Welcome again to this beautiful episode. So I'm, close I'm to a, Hallow's Eve, my friends. That's how you fucking do it, Hefty. Amanda can't even say his own name when, when, when he's being announced. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But... we. It, it is close to the festival. It is close to the festival of good old Sam Hain, if you are a real Ghostbusters fan. So we have here an open format with some stories that we're going to be doing. We are. So if you guys are not talking right now, please put you on mute. I'm going to have uh, Adriana and, and, and Fernando unmute yourself so you guys are fine. You guys can stay up. Um, everybody else, please mute yourself, and we'll call you in one by one to tell you some stories. But before we get into our crazy stories, I do want to talk about something that I discussed with my, my mom. You know, my mom always has crazy stories. And I think I forward, you know, when you have your parents on Facebook, the shit they share is weird. But recently my mom's been sharing some weird stories. She shared about a guy um, in Spain. So the story is there's a, there's a Jesus, uh, a Christ that's, you know, at a church in Spain. And uh, like every usual crucifix, you know, hands are spread out. So one day this guy comes in that's had drug problems and he goes to the priest, I need you to forgive me. I've been using it again. And the priest goes, you know what? I, I'm not going to forgive you because there's no hope with you. Every time you come in here, when you do bad, you want forgiveness. I'm not going to forgive you. You, know, you don't deserve my forgiveness. And as he says that, the legend says that the Jesus Christ statue reached his hand out, grabbed the guy on the arm and said, you are not one to forgive him. I can only forgive him. 
And as long as he comes here, he always has he, – he can he's always being forgiven. And then the, the hand went straight down. And that statue or that church still has that Jesus with the one hand up and one hand down. Wow. I, I mean, but it, there, there's always a run. It's being that it's a statue. Maybe, not, yeah. Or maybe it's just the guy who made the statue wrong. That's exactly what well, not wrong, but 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 you know, let's say he was you know paid for to or what's the word I'm looking for, Fernando? When you when you contract someone to do something, you contract somebody to do something. That's not the word. <laughs> that's not the word I'm looking for. But you know, what I'm saying commissioned. Perhaps he was com- he was commissioned to make the statue. That might be that so. Way. But they say the statue at one point had his arms out. Yeah. And this is during the mass. Now this is a famous church in Spain. There's also another story about another crucifix of a guy who his wife poisoned him and everybody knew he was poisoned. He went to the church. He put his hand on the Christ, asked for forgiveness uh, and for help. As he, as he does that, the poison leaves his body and makes the whole crucifix black as if the, the crucifix sucked up the poison. That's no. That's, I don't know. I see. Here's the thing with me and religious st- stories is it scares you. Not doesn't scare me, but I don't. I don't want to be blasphemous, if you will. You know. You know, and, and chastise the the forced beliefs of somebody. But what is what that? What is that so different from from you know making somebody a saint? You know, when when they make somebody a saint, there has to be a few things that have to happen. One of the main things is they have to perform a miracle. Is it three miracles? Yeah, uh, no, th- three different things. The second one is that they have to, when they take their bodies out to be, uh, you know, they take them out of the casket, if they notice their body hasn't decomposed yet, then that's a sign of becoming a saint. Oh, I don't know. That just, well, I mean, that's easily done with the right proper chemicals, you know what I'm saying? I hope they fucking pull your legs tonight, bro. Hey, like when I die, I want the proper chemicals and I'm going to be like, in like, you know what I'm saying? But you know, don't hefty. Uh, and what's it called? Kick sauce? In the kick sauce, bro. In or the orange kick sauce, kick. bro. Orange two, kick sauce. If, yeah. if two people show up at my funeral that don't get along, let them fight, bro. That's what I want. We're going to pickle you, you know like pickled onions, bro. Not the ones you made today with a quart of vinegar. That motherfucker told me how to pickle onions. I did them wrong. It tastes horrible. These, I, to, I told him specifically how to do a quick pickle on an onion. And then he calls me. He goes, oh, they were horrible. I'm like, what you do? He goes, I put them in vinegar. I'm like, did you add the sugar and the water? I said, they taste just like your empanadas. Get all sour. So anyways, Fernando, we've talked about many stories, of course, of, of the paranormal. You and yeah. I have had some experiences. You've been ghost hunting with us a few times. Yes. Uh, you've also been a UFO, uh, uh, you know, witness. Aficionado. You've witnessed UFOs. You've witnessed crazy shit. You, you know, you and I have been on the road together. We've seen some stuff. I've seen you be, I've seen you go through horrible things on the road with women, especially. Um <laughs> <laughs> That was hey, that, oh, that was paranormal. I'm not gonna tell that story. That's for another day. <laughs> That's for another day. Even though I was scared, no means was, no. And it no was like watching. No. That's it right. Was like, it was like Emily Rose seduced you, <laughs> if that's the best way to put it. It was no means no. The hunting of Fernando's Verga. The thing is two. that I the thing is that I said no over and over again. And I heard it, and I felt bad, but I couldn't do anything. I just had to watch. <laughs> Watch and, and, and discuss, not because of your body, but wow, wow, yes, has, has, so has a beautiful naked body. Let's, let's put that up. So, so let, let's dip into these stories. 
All right, sounds good. <laughs> so the first story um, that I want to talk about, uh, it is, and you know what, it is, it is that time of the year. People are having um, things happening around their house, noises. And the reason is, uh, according to myth, legend, religions, the pagan, whatever, everything around the whole world, every single, mo mostly every single culture, this is a time of year where they believe the veil between our world and the, the spirit world or the other dimensional world or whatever you want to call it is very thin. And that's why for Halloween, we dress up like monsters to scare them back into their world. That's why the able to monthly we paint our faces to scare them back into their world. It's when our world and the, 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 the world of the dead can actually cross. So you will hear more noises. You're going to hear more activity. It gets darker. You know, there's less sunlight. It just feels eerie as fuck. The weather changes. There's more energy in the air. There's more water in the air. Uh, think about it. Every scary story, they say it was, a, it was a spooky, foggy night. Well, fog has water. Water is a conductor. And that's why pe pe people see, like, apparitions and buildings. So that can be part of what's going on. But recently, our DM has blown up with stories that uh, some of these – Fernando and I, I mean, uh, Hefty and I can't even read them because they're fucking freaking us out. We don't even know if we want to. We don't even know if we want to invite people on this podcast because it's like I don't think I want to hear this guy's story. Yeah, some demon was was I had a dream a demon was sucking my dick. Yeah, we're not gonna talk to you, bro. Well, that would be a succubus. A succubus. That's right. All right. Look at you. Yeah. Oh, somebody's learning. You, bro. Somebody He's is learning. learning. Bro. All right. What's All an right. what's an incubus? An incubus is the uh, female form of the succubus. Succubus is the female. Incubus is the male, the male, is the, the male version. Male version. It's also yeah. a cheesy rock band from the 90s. It is. It is. Hey, <laughs> hey, take back the true. cheesy. So, what, so what's this first story we're dipping into, Mr. Rodriguez? You know what? Why don't you bring us to somebody you said that the story was too crazy when you heard it? All right. So uh, which, one, which one are you? Is it the same one you got the DM, the DM for? Yeah, yeah. All right. So we got the story... Uh, I'm trying to see. I don't. I don't remember the name right off the top of my head, but it was a story. It had to do with a a, do, a don dios, or was it with the egg? That was. So introduce yourself, brother. Hey, what's up? My name's Eddie. Eddie, so, Eddie, yeah. Eddie, Eddie, freak us what's the up, fuck guys? out because we we read the thing. We read the DM, and I was like, "What the fuck, man!" Like, you know, yeah, it's hard. I read you guys' DMs in the middle of the night sometimes because you know we're. We're fucking busy right now, and and when I, I don't even have time to go to my phone, when I do, it's always at night when I'm in bed and I read these weird DMs, like, mm -hmm. and then a fucking demon came out of nowhere, and I'm like, <laughs> well, it's it's funny because because when we were talking before the podcast, you were telling me about the about the DM you got, and I was like, dude, I got the same DM. I was like, uh, and then you were like, oh, like, like, see if he wants to jump on, yeah. and then, you know. So tell us the story. Uh, well, tell us the story. Eddie. Paint the picture for us. Paint the picture. Yeah. So. So I'm originally from Escondido. I'm out here in Hemet now. Fucking, um, I'm a pet cremator, actually, so I burn pets. But I work in the middle of an orange field. Hold it's on, time out, time out. That already sounds fucking crazy. You, you're, you cremate pets for a living, yeah. and you're working in the middle of an orange field. Is that in pricey? the middle of an orange field. It's pitch black. There's an old abandoned house on the property, and you just feel like somebody's staring at you. So in a way, I feel like it stems from when I was living at my dad's house well, growing up at my old house because in a way I feel like that freakish shit follows me you know what I mean yeah but um so we bought a house in Escondido in 2006 and at first like the very first night we moved in like you said it was a rainy night 
uh, it was the 31st of December. Me and my pops went out to uh, bring some more stuff. And when we came back, my mom was freaked out as shit. And she said, you know what? It sounds like there's footsteps on the roof. And there was loud bangers. Like, shit just started happening. So my uncle's a big-time uh, church guy. And he brought the pastor, the elders from the pastors. Yeah. And he was like, um, the elders told my parents, like, you know what? There's demons in this house. There's a powerful demon in this house. But you guys need to change your ways. And my mom, being the Catholic that she is, not to hate on Catholics, but she laughed and said, you know what? I don't believe in that shit. Yeah. So then um, after that, mom and dad got divorced. Fucking um, just freakish happened. I got possessed by a demon and I didn't even know about it. My uncle has a don de Dios. That's what uh, they call it when God gives you a gift and he can actually see the demons. So one day it was just me at home by myself. He knocks on the door. He walks into my house, looks towards my room, and says, you know what? I have to go. And I'm like, what the hell? You just got here. Yeah. So the next day, I told him, like, dude, what's up? Why did you leave? He's like, well, the second that I turned my head to look at your room, I saw the muerte. And I, I just had to leave. Like the Grim Reaper? Like the Grim Reaper. And somebody tells you, hey, I had to leave because I saw death. So... I'm like, motherfucker, you left me here by myself. <laughs> I guess if, someone t- if someone told me that, guess whose house is going on Zillow the next day? You know what yeah. So what happened? Well, my dad bought the house. So, I mean, we couldn't just move out. You know, it was a house we grew up in. And then, um, so I was like, what the hell? So then one day, he comes over. I'm laying on the couch. And he's like, hey, come have breakfast with me. And I was like, no, I'm all right, dude. He's like, no, come have breakfast with me. So the dude starts telling me a story. I start feeling weird while he's telling me the story and my dog starts crying like a little baby. Yeah. I feel like I was about to pass out. I'm like, dude, like, I feel like I'm about to pass out right now. You feel heavy. He's like, like, well, you know what? Like a heavy feeling. Like, like, was it like a heavy feeling? Like you were like an anxiety attack almost. Yeah. Almost like an anxiety attack. Uh huh. You know? And then, um, uh, he's like, well, the real reason is that you posted a picture on Facebook and through that, picture i saw that you were possessed by a demon yeah and he was like oh he's like he wasn't strong enough because he just left somebody else yeah which is the only reason i was able to take him out of you so it, it was it was one of those things where they uh something left you and you know you were the what, what they call the conduit to it and it, it, you know it, it went on you because it has to go somewhere whenever the there's, whenever there's an exorcism you're getting something out but it has to go somewhere in. That's why a lot of religions, when they do exorcism, they have some sort of a, maybe a doll, a box or something that they use as a conduit to, to, you know, to bring it back into where it's supposed to go. But, you know, a lot of times when that happens. Did you say a dog? They a have dog. A, no, oh, a, a, a dog. A dog. A dog. But, okay, okay. but when you're not, when you're, you know, most people I who do get possessed, they, <laughs> they tend to be um, sensitives. And maybe you're not a sensitive. You know, maybe you weren't, exactly what fit in so sometimes when that happens you you know people who have who are clear sentences or clairvoyance can actually sense some things off with you um now the the whole demon aspect of it that's a real tough subject because demonology um yeah, that's just that's just that's, something I, I don't i don't walk on you that's know I mean? that's that's like you 
you would really be fucked up and maybe still be possessed as we speak. Or you would still, it would still be with you because as much as we try to be, you know, if like, are you a man of God? I know it's a personal question, but are you a man of God? I'm not, I'm not religious, but I am a man of God. I believe in God. I try to have a relationship with God. Yeah. But I don't, I don't go to church or anything. I and mean, the, I used to have them in a long time. And the reason I bring up religion for one reason, if we're going to talk about demons, we got to talk about God. Yeah. Because it's the same realm. It's like, if we're going to talk about UFOs, we got to talk about interdimensional UFOs. We got to talk about, you know, stuff like that. But, but demons is already biblical, you know? So if whenever someone brings up the topic of demons, we have to bring the topic of God with it, you know? So basically the good and evil. Yeah, because they, 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 you know, because they fall in the same category of what we're talking about. So a lot of times we might interpret something to be a demon, but it could be our, our, our own personal uh, flaw. So you might have that anxiety that you felt is, is also you being told there's a demon there. Yeah. A lot of times when you we, can... you, you actually create this demon. You know, you actually create, if you say, someone tells you, hey, your house possesses a demon there. You serious? Yeah, there's a demon there. And he's, in, he, and he's, he's inside you. That's going to give your mind the ability to, to manifest this demon. And if there is anything around, you will actually grab it and absorb it and, 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 and become what you're saying. Because look, in, in, in paranormal stuff, in the mediums I've talked to, in psychics, they don't really believe that we have the power to um, cast something that's demonic out. And if it does leave, it still connects to you around your house, around something. You know, it, it would have to be an actual exorcism done by somebody uh, that's either Framed. ordained or something yeah. like that. But you yeah, think, well, what, doesn't, the, doesn't the, don't you have to actually send to the Vatican to get uh, exorcism priest? I mean, Catholics are the only ones that really see exorcism as, as something to, like a real thing. And you, and you have to go to a priest, and then the priest has to, you know, approve it by the Vatican. Then they have to send a specialist down to you. And then that specialist has to see if, you know, you fit all the criteria to perform the exorcism. Because when you perform an exorcism, you're actually opening the world up to, to evil, according yeah, no, to the Catholic religion. There's definitely still demons there because, um, you know, this – so my room has a walk-in closet and we were actually told that the strongest there's demons there, but the strongest demon is in that closet. Now, so this was my, my original story. Uh, if you mind, if I tell it now, oh, over here. yeah. So my daughter, uh, when she was two years old and she was barely learning to talk, yeah, she would always point towards the closet and say the monkey. And she would always say the monkey, this and the monkey that. And then uh, one time me and her were laying in bed and she pointed at the roof and said, look, Dad, do you see that kid? Do you see the boy? And she would wake up in the middle of the night on multiple nights just screaming. And there was the only way that we can calm her down was to leave the room, sometimes leave the house. Yeah. Or uh, my dad used to, la con un huevo, and he would pray over the egg and take all that bad energy out and into the egg. So uh, what actually ended up happening, my wife met, a lady at work that actually had, she said she had a don de Dios too. And she, uh, she read the egg and in the egg, she said that she saw multiple demons trying to attack my daughter 
but that she was being protected by somebody that loved her very much. And uh, my sister actually passed away three days before my daughter was born. She was my best friend. And she said it was a woman, but she wasn't very strong. So that there was an actual demon that was getting very close to her. Well, what did, what did she pass away, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, she passed away in a car crash. Yeah. Uh, she okay. was so excited to meet my daughter. She was my best friend. And uh, unfortunately, three days before my daughter was born, she got in a car accident and she passed away. When, when, when she passed away, did your daughter see anything? Has your daughter felt anything around lately? We, we, we honestly don't know. Other Aside from the fact that um, my daughter was just saying the monkey this and the monkey that and the little boy. So then what happened is uh, we got one of the church elders to come and pray for our daughter. And uh, what she ended up telling us is that um, my daughter was actually that she was chosen from the womb. And, you know, being who I am, I, I just like, oh, I, I don't believe that. But my uncle told me that um, he had a dream where she was still an angel, but and she was a glowing light surrounding her, but she was surrounded by demons trying to get her. And uh, he knew she was a girl before we even knew she was a girl. And let me tell you something. In religions, um, everything you're saying is, uh, it sounds like Pentecostal. Is he Pentecostal? Yeah, he's Christian. He's Christian. Okay. So a lot of times when you don't know what something is, you're going to give it the most evil name. You know, the most evil thing to say is demon. Did your daughter have any, did she float, go up in the air, something happened to her? No, just aside from the fact that she would wake up. Okay, did she see any, did she, did she see any, um, did you I notice mean, anything weird? Hold on, did you notice anything in your house, like a change in temperature? Yeah, our, our room specifically would get freezing cold. Okay, did you see any kind of... Like, did you feel that you were being watched around the house? Yeah, all the okay. time, man. And then the, the other thing is, did you, has anybody in your family ever have anything called sleep paralysis? Where? Yeah, multiple times. A lot of us have. My sister that passed away would actually, um, she would tell us that she was afraid to sleep in the living room alone at night or be alone at night because she, multiple times she got that sleep paralysis. Okay, what it is, and I'll tell you what it is. Your 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 whole family, they're they're all sensitives, they're all clear sentences. Your daughter as well, and your sister was too. They yeah. have the ability to see and feel the other side. Now, just because something we don't understand, we want to throw the word demonic in there, uh, because the demo- because we don't get it. Now, here's another thing. You guys were seeing. Okay, let's say you die. But look, but look, before you, before you continue, did you ever look into the history of the house or that little boy that she saw on the roof? I mean, it's possible that... Well, that's what that I'm means, getting at. That's oh, what I'm getting I'm at. Yeah, yeah. Hold, um, on, let me, hold on, let me finish. That's what I'm getting at. Rook, before you even think that, you know, we go towards that direction of the demon, let's try to understand what that, what that means. So, because it's always good to go into someone's house and say, oh, you got a demon in here, bro. You got a thousand demons stuck inside you. Yeah. Think about it. How crazy! If you had a fucking a thousand or a hundred demons or ten demons in you, we wouldn't even be talking right now. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. fucking crazy. Just think about it like that. But if you have a haunted house that has apparitions, look, I'll give you a perfect example. Let's say me, I'm an asshole and I treat Hefty like shit. I always call him names, like I usually do. I mean, that's not even hypothetical. When I die, 
and I become a, and I'd say, I don't, I don't go to the other side, become a ghost. I'm going to be an asshole and a dick on the other side too, talking more shit to Hefty. So when somebody dies, especially if they're a ghost, they die traumatically, confused, not knowing what's going on. They don't, you know, it, if they're an asshole in the, in the, in the, in life, they're going to be an asshole in death. And some people say that ghosts are, are hell. They're living in hell. So when we think it might be a demon ghost because it's making me suffer, it could just be an asshole ghost. Now, you yeah. say it's a, it's a little boy. Little boys, little kids are mostly the freakiest ghosts. Maybe it was on the roof. Maybe he fell off the roof for all we know, and that's why she saw him on the roof. And screaming, she probably has sleep paralysis. Maybe she sees things around the house that freak her out. Or the or dreams. Or you know, maybe the, maybe the, the maybe she relives what the little boy like relived. Yeah, exactly. You know what? Actually, speaking about boy, um, we had my uncle living with us for a while, and his wife did say that she saw a little boy, and then at random times, like all the kids' toys would start playing by themselves. Oh, hell so you no. might you might be onto something. I think it's a little, and also, who is? Did you did you guys have a? Did anybody's mom pass? Somebody's mom? Yeah. Who, whose mom is not living? Uh, none of my parents. Just somebody who has a mom that passed recently? Well, actually, my wife's mom passed. Back when she was a, a, a toddler, she was a newborn. Her mom died of cancer. She's around, she's around your, your daughter. Okay. She's, she's around your daughter. She's around your daughter. She's protecting stuff. Take that as a way that she's around helping people out. You know? She's helping people out. She's helping your daughter out. So I wouldn't think of anything fear. You're not, you're, you know, she's not going to have any disturbances, but your daughter might have the gift of, of just sensing things. Is your daughter very um, attached to people when she has somebody she likes, she's attached to them? Yes. Okay, so she has, she can feel energies. So when someone is good to her, she's going to feel that connection to them. Like, how old is your daughter now? She's, uh, she's three years old now. Yeah. Oh, so this wasn't that long ago. This then. is, this is No, no, time. this barely happened. We actually ended up uh, moving out to Hemi. It, it was just getting too crazy. So how, there, how long was, was the death of your, of your mother-in-law? Um, this is like 99, 2000. Okay. Yeah, there, there's, there's somebody, she's guarding your daughter. I wouldn't worry about anything. You know, uh, what I do recommend is not to put things in your daughter's head about her having demons around her and people, you having the demon. Listen, man, you're a man of God. No demon will ever touch you. If you like believe in you God, you're going to be good. Don't even think you have anything negative. If you have something negative in your house, get the fuck out of there, cleanse it. Use some white sage. Get some white sage. They sell it everywhere. Sage your house. When you're done saging it, go to every bury corner it. of the house, say a, blair, a prayer, and then bury it. But the only thing yeah. that I think is at your house, and the only thing that I, that I feel is what coming is, is you believing so much that these stories of you have the demons there that sometimes you call upon them. Yeah, that, that's, that's actually what we've been told. Like, they tell us, shut the fuck up. Don't talk about it. Well, how, because how are then they're going to come. How are things right now at the house you're currently at? Everything seems fine. Like, my daughter doesn't have those episodes anymore. I'm telling you, it was literally just at the house, and it was yeah. uncontrollable. But she would, the thing is that it would happen, and she was still asleep. So, like you said, it was probably sleep, sleep paralysis. paralysis. And she's, a, she's yeah. a gift. If she has a gift, then she's walking around the house. So, if you hear noises around the house when you're asleep, it's probably her walking around. 
Yeah, that's crazy, huh? It's crazy. People don't believe it, but I, I'm a strong believer that she she does astro walking and she goes around and and you know a lot of times you know we think someone's in my foot on my bed. It's made, most of the time it's you coming back. Well, sometimes okay. when you, even sometimes when you see something, it's actually you you're actually you're doing the astro projection and you're actually seeing yourself. Yeah. So yeah, man. So do me a favor. Um, if you want to do something to really cleanse your house, walk around the house and do a prayer. Even if you're not at that place anymore, you don't want to leave any any uh, residual, you know, thing or attachments. So you know, uh, don't talk to your daughter about this ever. Even when she gets older, it's Halloween. We love talking about this shit. We love to share stories about freaking people uh, yeah. out. I get it. It's fun, but uh, professional advice: do not welcome it. Do not tell people about it. Do not mention the word demon. And if you do feel like there's something demonic, just think about God. And, and if you're a man of God, if you believe in demons, you have to believe in God. That's the rule. Yes, sir. Well, you got to look, look, look at it like this. You, you don't want to feed it. If you feed it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to stay alive. Look at heaven. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It feeds off of the fear that you're, that you're giving off people. Yeah. You know, I'll be, I'll be honest. I'm really into the paranormal, but I'm a little bitch when it comes to it. I know and I get scared. We, listen, we all are. We all are, man. And the reason we're into it and we want to learn more about it so we won't fear it, we fear what we don't understand. Mm -hmm. That's why it's better yeah. to learn more about what keeps you safe. If you don't know about God, learn more about God. That's, learn why, about we, that's why women scare me, bro. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's paranormal. Okay, man. Uh, hopefully that'll answer your questions. Hang around. If you want to hear the rest of the podcast, let's bring somebody else on. Yeah, um, any I'm questions? actually just going to do the audio. I'm actually at work. Oh, I'm going to put in the oven right now. Oh, my I'm God. Bag, I'm going to put you guys in oh the chair, bro. All right, cool. Yeah. All right, cool. I got some pizza in the oven. All right, man. Have a good one. All right, later, brother. Have some pizza in the oven. I need a recipe. Yeah. <laughs> Smell like tacos. Hey, oh, Ariana's feeling it because she's a new pet owner. Right. So she's, I am. Bro, so technically, <laughs> fucking a shepherd is yeah. al pastor. Look at her. She's yeah. here. There she is. You know what I'm saying? Hi. Well, at least now we know where to go. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Uh, I'm going to try to cremate you. Have a good one, Make some German uh, shepherd's pie. I'm going to bring up uh, Francis. I'm going to bring you up. Okay, I'm here. Oh. Can you hear me? I can hear yeah, you. I can hear you. So, you have been, Francis is a good friend of mine. Uh, on each other since we were in grade school? school before Wham broke up. I don't yeah. even think I don't even think Mumble's that old. You know? Did we're you say Wham? <laughs> yeah, Wham broke Wham. up. Back you in know, the old days. In the old days when when Momo's guilty feet still have no rhythm. But go ahead. <laughs> oh, you're such an asshole. So, Francis, you have a similar story. I have quite a few stories of, of um, hauntings at work and hauntings at home. Which one do you want to start with first? Well, let's start with the work haunting. Okay. So I work at a hospital in Inglewood. I won't mention their name because I don't want to get sued. And there's, there's, like, there's like one hospital in Inglewood. All right. Inglewood's always up to no good. Inglewood's always up to no good. Inglewood, Inglewood Medical. <laughs> That's true. I'm so stupid. Why didn't I think right. about that? Anyway, so... I worked at a hospital and I was working graveyard at the time. And I remember um, at 4 a.m. I had to do my rounds. And there was an elevator and it always opened and shut, but it never let anybody in. Yeah. All the other elevators were down. There's a total of four. 
So I had to use that one that opened and shut all the time. And I was like, oh, I am so going to regret this. I just had a bad feeling as I was walking closer to it. Yeah, yeah. So I walked into the elevator and surprisingly just wide open. It didn't try to shut when I tried to go in. I'm like, okay, here goes. So I had to put in the number. I was going to go to the eighth floor, the very top. And I did. And then suddenly I just, I felt something coming closer to me. I can feel it. And yeah. I, I couldn't see anything. The lights were on in the elevator, but I felt this really heavy presence. And then I got really cold. I broke down in a cold, clammy sweat, and I just felt sick. Like I, something had come over me. And then suddenly the elevator just shut down, stopped. Even the emergency lights, black, completely off. Yeah. My watch, I had a, a G-Shock watch, so it doesn't run on electricity. It's battery. That was dead, too, because I was using that as a light, because I remember seeing a movie. Um, there was a few people stuck in the elevator with the devil, and they tried to use their phone. So I tried, oh, to, yeah. get out my, I tried to get out my phone, use a light to call, and uh, that was dead, too. So I tried to use the emergency phone, dead. So I'm screaming, begging, like, ah, get me out of this bloody elevator. And nobody heard me. All of a sudden, the elevator shook. And it felt like this was going on forever. But this was just a few seconds. It was just weird. Like, time stopped when I was yeah. in that whole experience. So when the elevator shook, finally things started turning on. But flashing. It was like a weak uh, electrical charge. And then, finally, it stopped shaking. My phone went back on. And then the doors just went wide open. Wow. Ding. Yeah, ding. And then all of a sudden, I felt this really, really heavy, like, wind pass by me. Like, and I still felt sick. I felt really, really sick even more before than when it was really close to me. Yeah. And, and so once everything came on and um, I ran out of the elevator, went down the stairs screaming. <laughs> and then I went back to my department. And I was so incoherent. Like, Nikki, oh, my God, I got to go home. Oh, my God. They're, they're like, I don't know what the hell is going on with that one but she she got to go so anyway that was my ghost story at uh, at the hospital but it's funny because i also have to check on the morgue and in the morgue i never feel spirits in there yeah I mean, you know that's the one thing i tell people like you know morgues cemeteries you know that's where people are laid to rest not where they were they're not, not going to go there because that's not where they were when they were alive so when you're a ghost not only that that's not where they passed yeah that's what i'm saying so yeah. they're not they're not gonna like relive their moment there. I mean, if you're gonna be a haunt, you haunt where you were where you died at. Yeah. Do you think you think that the uh, moment you believe that the uh, energy the the power went out, her watch went out because the whatever manifested itself into that wind used that to charge itself? Yeah, I mean, look, when it comes to stuff like that, there's two types of things that I think is interesting. Um, anything, anytime you deal with electromagnetic um, situations where you feel like all the power shut down. Like Nothing. draining? Yeah, everything drains. Um, if it was a total drain, they wouldn't have worked at all. But she got it back, right? You got It started working again after, right? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. if it was a total drain, then it would have been a, a spirit. Because whenever we did ghost hunts, the camera equipment would drain, like, within two minutes. It, it, we would show it to a site, and all of our cameras would drain. That's when it was something strong was there. But it would drain the battery. It wouldn't give it back. She had a total shutdown. Now, what hefty and i'm sure you'll know because we've talked about this what would it be if it's a total shutdown of all energy and then brings it back up what do you think it would be what kind of paranormal i think that would be a residual right no no like, you always just throw over the word residual like crazy. i do i do like the the word 
Like, no, I, 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 what it is, it's actually extraterrestrial. Oh, that's right. See, now I feel like I failed the test. Every single UFO, every single story of any kind of like UFO or interdimensional situation is the power shuts off. Do you even really know how long you were actually gone? Like when when you went back and someone asked you like, hey, like where were you? You were gone for a while. Oh, I had to be less than five minutes. But the funny thing was, it, it felt like I was in there forever. Like not that much time passed. And when I looked at my watch, yeah, I remember yeah. looking at it right before I went to the elevator, 4 a.m. Like a lot of times that could be like a dimensional thing. It could be like, you know, in that movie, like in that movie Contact when she falls through and she's gone for like years. And then there you she go. Pops out, she yeah. pops out and they're like, oh, it didn't work. Yeah. So that's a long time. Whenever people say it was like a power, sh- everybody who has an abduction story about a UFO, it says their car starts work, stop working all electricity, their phones, everything. Right before the abduction, all power is gone. When they come back or when it goes away, all the power comes back on. Fernando, said- that's true, right? You've heard yeah. of stories like this, Fernando? I've heard of oh, Fernando, you're on mute. You're on mute. Well, you said your phone came back on, right? Ah, there it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah my oh. phone ended up coming back on. Your cell phone? Yeah. Yeah, so it, it came it- back on. See, because that would be no if it was if it was spiritual, like you said, there would be it would no have been reason. Drained. Yeah, it would have been it would have been no reason for like the fo- your actual cell phone and the power in the hospital to go down. Because Fernando, you know a lot of UFO stories. I mean, we've talked about them a lot. It's always the power and everything is just shut down for a little bit, right? Yes. You know, it it just loses all everything. So this one is of the, kind of paranormal. One of the beliefs about UFOs is that a lot of the you. This is what I, I've I've read and heard a lot of things i don't know if if you guys have heard anything about this but one of the beliefs with ufos or extraterrestrial uh encounters is that they they create their own gravitational field which also takes a lot of electromagnetic power so that's why they drain shit like um you know like like what you just said for example you know what I mean? Uh, UFO comes down or they're, even if they're not in a craft, some people believe that, um, you know, in order for it to be a UFO, they have to be in a spacecraft. Not necessarily. They could be among us. Maybe they have like, you know, I don't want to get all Star Trekky and shit, but like a, a cloaking device yeah. that where we can't actually see them. And that cloaking device, you have to re- think about it, is uh, obviously it's going to generate power. You know, and it's going to have to use power from somewhere, you know. So, yeah, I've, I've heard that many, many times, you know, where. It, that's what it could be. I mean, I think that's what it, it might be because um, another story of this, this kind of, a, of, of an example would be when the, and I always love this story, the fire in the sky story of, of, of Travis. That's right. Mm-hmm. You know, they, the truck that they were on, everything, the car wouldn't start. Everything was just shut down. And there's another movie, uh, I think it was Ocean's Eleven, where they try to steal money from the casino. And in order to do that, they have to shut all the electricity off. So what do they use? They call it a pinch, where they take the nuclear bomb, uh, um, what do you call it, a thing that ignites it? Detonator. The detonator. And and when they they push it, an electric magnetic pulse gets released all over Vegas. And when that happens, all electricity, everything that's working shuts off. It can it take down a whole power, uh, power thing. So power grid, the power, power grid. grid. So that same thing with um, 
with the electric magnetic field, Fernando, you're right. It can wipe down any kind of power and, you know, they can pull, you know, change gravitational pull, which is like a compass, you know, it can move everything around. I mean, so if you have a phone, everything, it could just pause everything. It could suck everything out and then give it back up again. So I think maybe she went to some kind of a fucking weird, uh, I don't here's know. A, here's a crazy thought. And I, don't, I don't know if any of you guys ever thought about this with the, with the extraterrestrial and, and UFO thing. Um, is it possible that uh, even like when planes crash for no reason, they have electrical malfunction, that they had like a flyby or something with the fuck with the craft? Yeah, of course. I mean, one of the biggest areas like that, it would be, have to be the, the Bermuda Triangle, which everyone says the Bermuda Triangle is like a wormhole, like a portal. There's around there. Then it comes from the water. That's why a lot of planes go missing. I mean, there's that famous case about those planes from, from World War II. Yeah, uh, you Black know, Hawks. I think they did a, a comic book about them. They called the Blackhawks. There were you know? five, five yeah. fighter bombers that disappeared. Yes, Dis- yeah. disappeared, and then uh, they got Amelia Amelia Earhart. Yeah, she that was her last area. I mean, and a lot of people who have experienced the Bermuda Triangle that are in those those planes say all of their all of their um, grab like their compasses, everything goes. Their instruments freak out that they don't know if they're going up or going down. That's why they all go straight to the water. Some of them crash. Hey, is it possible that the elevator was a portal? That could probably be a thing. I mean, oh, here's another, there's another World War II story about a guy who was doing drills off the Bermuda Triangle. And he said at one point, something happened in the ship. It shut down. It was going straight down. He went back up. And when he went back up, he realized he was over five hours away from where he was supposed to be at. Wow. And he said it wasn't humanly possible. I'll find out what story it is. I'll, I'll post it. But I, they say that a lot of times, and I think we talked about this before, that with extraterrestrials, a lot of times the speculation is that they're actually in the, like living underwater. There's, yeah. I heard that. Yeah. That's what, heard and that's, that too. Most South America has many reports of that, saying their UFOs come from the under the water. Amazon River, the rainforest, the river, they say that that's where they are, the hub. I mean, we look at the lost city of Atlantis. Everyone thinks that. Yeah, but they say, just went under. they say they say that there's like even in the Amazon River, they see lights under in the water, like underneath the water. But you know, it's just hard because we, what do we have this this um, quarantine? What happened to the California coast? You guys remember? Oh, there the, was oh with the lights, bioluminescent the lights. Bioluminescent yes, lights. I went to yes. go see that. Shit was a trip. I went That's to go see so it too. Beautiful. I mean, was, so, I mean, but technically, scientifically, that's just the algae the plankton, and the, yeah. the moon. Yeah, the plankton so you, and the moon. And, and that's what skeptics will tell you. And oh, the, uh, what, is this a UFO under there? No, no, it's, it's the bioluminescence. It's the red algae burst uh, from the temperature change. Yeah. Yeah. I so think that scuba dive says she sees it all the time, once, like deeper into the water. Yeah, so you, we don't know. I mean, look at jellyfish. Jellyfish, you ever see the aquarium, they glow. Yeah. I mean, what do we, do? we only know like a small percentage of the ocean, too, so. Maybe there's a whole fucking basis yeah, of I, aliens on there, or I believe I believe it's three percent out of the uh, ocean's total has actually uh, been mapped and discovered. Wow, just like your culo. So we don't know. We don't know. Maybe it's uh, you know something like so. Maybe Francis, you went through some kind of a a wormhole, and maybe the Francis we're talking to right now is from a different dimension. Too bad this Francis is broke. And maybe the dimension that you left was where, where I'm successful. Hey. 
right? Maybe, hey, you know, you never know. Extraterrestrials maybe you know, hard up for the catch, too, right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're experiencing the quarantine, too. I know. They, had, know a, they had to use a fucking uh, elevator in fucking Linwood. I mean, they got their stimulus checks, too. You know what I'm saying? Or What's your story? Them. What's your other story about your house? Okay, know, so there's you been a lot of You told me a crazy one. You told me a crazy one. I have quite one a few. And, and um, it freaked me out when you told me. Tell us. Okay, so in the house, and it doesn't really happen so much anymore because I learned how to not get rid of it, but manage it. Yeah. So I always felt like there was something bad in this house when I moved in. Uh, this is my, my husband and my mother-in-law's house. And it was always down the hallway. You felt someone right behind you. And I know I wasn't the only one that said that. Anyway, so I would see a very black floaty shadow. Yeah, and it would shadow go person. In the rooms. Yeah, they, well, they, it would change its form. It was blacker than black, but it was still transparent. It was, it was strange. Yeah. So uh, not, only I'd, not only I'd see it, but my kids would also see it too. But when my kids would see it, they're like, look, mom, what is that? And I'm like, Oh, I don't know. Maybe someone has a black flashlight, even though it's impossible. <laughs> I didn't want to tell him, like, oh, I think it's a demon. So uh, I think this, whatever this was, attached itself to my mother-in-law because she was, you know, she was very mad all the time. And she, she suffered. She, she actually passed away recently. Yeah. And she didn't pass away on, you know, on happy terms. But um, so this, this, whatever is in the house, it took on my form once. Me and the kids went outside. It was broad daylight. We were going to go somewhere. And my husband was, you know, locking up. And then uh, he said he saw me down the hallway. He came back outside pissed off like, what the hell? I thought you were done getting ready. I'm like, I've been out here waiting for you for 30 minutes. And his face turned white. He's like, I just saw you in the hallway. There's that. It takes on, you know, forms of other people. Things get knocked off, uh, off the counter. The water would turn on in the bathroom. Nobody would be in the bathroom. There'd be two taps at the door. Never one, never three, but always two taps. Um, and then there was a, a closet that we had, a hall closet, that was uh, with a pocket door. You know how you can hear it going down the rails if you push it? Yeah. So um, we'd hear that oh, always around the same time, between 3 in the morning and like 3.30, 3.45 or whatever. And nobody was over there by that closet. We thought it was a kid's joke around. We're like, oh, we're going to catch him this time. So we went to go check. And it opened on its own. It was always that closet. Who's, who, who, who lived there before? Did your uh, mother-in-law live there? Yeah, my mother-in-law lived here. Before that, it was a, an Indian husband and wife. And they moved. There was not, I think there was a, a brand new house at the time. But she's been only the second owner. So she's you, the only person you, that passed away. Would you house. say it's mostly a ghost thing? Or would you call it something like? I don't think it's a ghost. In my opinion is, I, like, I don't know if you ever looked up. Uh, me and Momo, we don't really talk about it much on the podcast, but if you ever look up like shadow people mm. and uh, they're actually it, it, basically everything you said is, is what people say they experience. My sister had an experience with it once and uh, scientifically the, the explanation is that it's like when you're experiencing like a heightened emotion or something, like maybe you're stressed out or even like walking through the dark you know, you get that anxiety like something's behind you and then you manifest that your, yourself in your head you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Or sometimes you think you're alone in the house, but you hear a noise, so automatically you start thinking someone's in the house with me. And then just sometimes catching shadows, even when you're walking through your house, how the sun, the sun hits your house a certain way or exterior light, the shadows move as you move. So yeah. you, you catch that out of the 
corner of your eye and you're like, what, what was that? It's a, cause shadows elongate the way, the, uh, according to how the light hits them, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I actually learned the hard way not to challenge it because I actually thought, okay, if it's a ghost and I want it out. So I actually, you know, out loud said, whatever you are, leave this house. I don't care what you are doing here or why you're here. Just leave. Well, that started a whole, a whole downward spiral because then that's when like things were shutting uh, the glass shower door that just shattered into a million pieces. No yeah. one was home. No one was home. I mean, uh, that- was you're supposed to, well, from, from my from my knowing of the actual subject, you're supposed to, like, you know, do the whole, like, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus thing. But at the same time, you're supposed to affirm, not rudely, but, like, hey, you know, you're not welcome in this house. Uh, you know, please leave. You know, and, like, you want to be, like, respectful to it at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Which is why I learned the authority. Way. Yeah, but also have and, authority. And then when all that happened, when all that more, even more scary stuff was happening, and that's when I learned, like, oh, I, I screwed up. I need to learn how to fix this. And then that's what brought me into learning more about religion and prayer and fasting and and incense. And since then, I've been able to manage it. Like, I'm not rude. And there have been, you know, spirits that walk through the house. And it's so strange because actually last night, because I'm always up at night, three, four, five in the morning, that's me. And I'll hear, you know, footsteps around the house, but I'm not afraid. Mm. I think it's it's connected to you, Francis. Yeah. I wonder I think, who though. I, I, think I don't think I don't think it's a person. I think it's I think it's your own, like like, you know, how you say like you manifest stuff in your own head. Not, mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm not saying like like in a in a bad way. I'm just saying like sometimes like you say like you you don't sleep till late because I'm I'm the same person. Like I'll I won't go to sleep till late and then I wake up early, so I'm not getting an adequate amount of sleep. And sometimes that that puts a lot of strain on on yourself mentally. So like you know. Precious, you, you, li- you like the paranormal? Are you into it? Oh, very much so. This were, you thing in, was actually, were, were you into it before this happened? Um, even before so, because my great-grandma, she's a Yaqui Indian, and she practiced a lot of magic and, you know, what she called voodoo. She had, she had a term for it, but we don't know that language. And then my grandma, uh, she was also, I'm not going to say a practicing witch, but my, my aunt actually told me a story. My family loved cats, and yeah. we rescued cats. And so my grandma found a cat, just got ran over. My aunt said, she just said some words in a language she didn't understand, put her hands over this cat, and then this cat just started running away. Walked away fine. It was alive. And she said, I'll never forget that. It was broad daylight. I was awake. I was sound of mind, but I saw your grandma bring a cat back to life. So we call it jokingly the shinin, because we're all also Simpsons fans. Yeah. So yeah. Well... What I what I believe it is, and this is just based on what you tell me, you are sincerely like into this stuff. And when you're into stuff like this, you, you tend to bring it to you and, and you notice things more than people do. When you notice a shadow and when your kids notice a shadow, it's because you talk about the shadows. You, you know, one thing is when you're into this paranormal stuff, you call it around you. But you start to make clouds, you know, make, make shapes out of clouds. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And especially, you know, somebody like you, that's high energy, you know, you, you, you have a great vibe. You can actually manifest, like you said, um, not only, um, I guess, energies around your house, but you can also as a family think you're seeing what you guys are like, together. It's like a family thing. It becomes like a, like a, a way for the family to connect. 
through these, you know, uh, 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 disturbances. But I don't feel like it's actually like a haunted house. I don't feel like you have something there. Um, I just think it's you, to be honest with you. So I don't know if you, I wouldn't say the voodoo stuff or all that kind of stuff, but I, I feel like you are looking for something for some reason. I feel like there's a question that you want answered that you haven't got answered. Oh, there's lots of questions. Does that make sense, though? Yeah, it does. Complete I feel, sense. I feel like you're asking a question and you want it answered. And when you ask questions like that, other things may come in and answer for you and you don't want them to answer. Mm -hmm. Don't do any EVPs. Don't do oh, EVPs. No, no, no. Don't do no. any ghost hunting. Don't record no. anything because... No, no spirit boxes, none of that, because you're going to start getting a lot... Of, you're going to start hearing a lot of stuff that you're probably going to be like, did it say that without even really like, you know what I'm saying? Your mother-in-law is also, believe it or not, she was a fan of yours. Wow. She was a fan of yours. She still is. She knows how you ride or die you are for your family. And I know maybe in life she never showed it to you or told you about it, but she, she, she really is sincerely like a ride or die for you. She's, she knows you are the key. To the family. Oh, well, that's good to hear. Does that make any sense? Does that like? Well, it's not like her, but it's good to hear. That's what I'm saying. You wouldn't, uh -huh. you wouldn't suspect that she, she, I think she champions you. So the disturbances went down actually after she passed. Am I right? That's true. There you go. I think yeah. you, I think you just, she, she's seeing what you're, you're the one conjuring everything. I just wish I knew how to control it then because I don't want to bring in something. You know how Yoda says, don't look at the dark side because the dark side looks back. I don't want to do all that. But the dark side is very, very intriguing and very, very, like it's it's just addicting that you want to know more. You know, it's, that's what's freaky about it. You, you want to know more. The word, the word you're looking for is captivating. Yeah, and, and you, you will, <laughs> if you give it your all, sometimes it takes it. It's like I always tell people, like, don't fuck with the Ouija board, you know, because imagine there's something that's never been heard for like hundreds of years and all of a sudden you start talking to it. It's going to want to talk to you. If it's been quiet for hundreds of years and now it has a friend, it'll attach to you and it'll want to know why you want to talk to it. And I mean, that will lead maybe to a possession. It can lead to an attachment and the attachment will affect you. It'll affect your family. It might attack to one of your kids, you know, and if you do come from a family of, 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 um, people who were in the paranormal like psychics or people who are sensitives then yeah that 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 uh, gift can be passed on to your kids and then they could be worse on you so my advice um if you want to really do a cleansing of your house do a cleansing not to like say get out of my house or ghost leave my house do a cleansing because you're doing it to help your family as a protection over your family so in other words a saging of your house will be more like I'm saging it to protect the ones I love. I'm not talking it to anybody in this house. If you're here, you're here. If you're not, you're not. I don't care. But I'm only saging it to protect my loved ones. And while you do this, think about a white light. Surround yourself with the white light and, and cast that all over your family, like that white light. And I bet you, I mean, you know, it, it can cause many things. I mean, especially for a married couple. If you guys are in a house that you think is haunted, it can cause arguments. Sometimes you wonder, why are we arguing more than we usually do? It's weird. It can, yeah. be, 
it could be the energy in the house causing you to argue. You know, so thank you for uh, calling and uh, asking. It's been nice. Hang around. Hang around for a little bit. I'll be here. Let's see. Um, Vanessa Perez. Can you hear me? Hello. Can you guys hear me? Remember that? Vanessa, Vanessa, can you hear hear me? me? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I kind of have to whisper, guys, because my son is asleep and we're kind of in the same room. Um, But hi. Thanks for having me. No Um, problem. So you had a story that you sent sent me. I'm sorry I haven't had a chance to read. Um, But But I knew knew it was a long text, so I knew it was something important. Well, the story was about a, it's about a house you were in, right? Where you at, you were yeah. you had at like a roommate's house, right? Yes. So, um, I was living on my own, and um, due to some financial, um, you know, hardship, I had to. I was pretty much getting kicked out of my apartment, and I had to desperately look for like a, you know, place to stay that was super cheap. So I had a friend that said, "Hey, you know, come meet my other friend." Um her parents just passed away and she now has to take on the responsibility of the house and the bills and so forth. So I went just to see the room to check it out. And I was like, I'll, you know, I'll move in tomorrow pretty much. Um, didn't bother to look at the rest of the house. Just, you know, just went and did it. Um, so the day that I moved in my stuff, um, after I was settled, I was like, okay, well like, let me check out the rest of the house. It's not a big house. It was like pretty small. It's in Highland Park, so it's, you know, most of the houses around that area are old. Yeah. Um, I actually looked it up, and it's from 1904 or 03. I don't remember. <clears throat> but anyway. Yeah. So there was a – it's kind of like a rectangle, like the shape of the house. And so you walk in. It's a family room. Um, you go further back. It's a dining room that's all kind of in the same room. And then there's a wall, and you walk through the door, and it's a kitchen. And so you would go into the kitchen and it felt like weird. It felt like cold, but not, not like super cold. It was just different. Yeah. So then you walk through one more door and then it was like a, like a laundry room. Mm -hmm. But that's like where you felt it was just, it's kind of like really hard to describe. Like it was super cold. It was like a cold that you, you kind of like, you feel it in your bones kind of cold? Like a, yes. Like, yeah, yeah. like it's, it was weird. It was, it almost felt damp. And yeah. it was, it was an old dingy house. I called it the crack house. Cause it was like the ugly house in the neighborhood. Yeah. Plus we were a bunch of like kids living together. We were like 20, 21, 22. Um, I was the oldest one. I was 25. Anyway. Um, it felt like empty and like, it felt like it was pulling you. Mm-hmm. So I, I never went into that room. Like I never, I just avoided it as much as I could. Um, anyway, so I tried not to spend time in the house because it just, it just didn't feel right. Yeah. yeah. And I would notice things, but I didn't really pay attention. Like the lights would flicker. Um, you would hear creaking. Sometimes I would find my door in the, I'm sorry, my closet door open. But again, like I wouldn't give it attention. I was just like, mm-hmm. oh, that's, that's weird. Um, anyway, so as I got to know the homeowner, she eventually told me that her parents had passed away, um, in the house. So I was like, oh shit, like there it is. That's, that's all the weirdness that's going on. (laughs) So, um, the grandma, I'm sorry, her parents were actually her grandma, um, her grandma and her grandpa. So, um, 
the grandma had cancer. They found out um, because she was super sick. And she pretty much only lived like four weeks after finding out. And the grandfather, um, her husband, said, I don't want you to leave without me. I want to go with you. Um, so he pretty much starved to death um, wow. because he wanted to go with her. And so... Um, okay. Did, he, I, somebody... Did, I was about to ask you, did somebody commit suicide in that room? I, I don't know. <laughs> so this is the thing. I didn't... Because... Once she told me that story, like I didn't want to, I didn't want to know anything else. Oh. Um, I didn't ask where it happened because I just, I just didn't want to know. <laughs> so I don't really, I don't really know like what happened after that or, well, I mean, or before the, the, that. I should say. The, the thing of, you know, religion, I mean, people say that people who've committed suicide kind of don't go to the other side. They stay in limbo. Oh well, I mean the guy. I, I'm sorry, the guy, the the grandfather starved himself, so I guess it's committing suicide, right? Like that's what, oh, yeah. that's what I was wondering too, because I was thinking about the suicide. And I'm like, would that? that count? That's I mean, that's suicide, right? Like he literally starved himself to death. She said it was like the hardest thing that she could watch. Like he just would not eat. Like he wouldn't eat. He he wanted to go with her. He went a week after. Like yeah, usually when ghosts they suicides. And they most of the time that we've investigated suicide with when I was with AJ, it was a real cold, damp feeling. Uh, we would feel in the room, and we would feel just kind of heavy. Um, feeling would come over us when we were in there. That is that. That's, yeah. Is that what it kind of what it feels like? Yeah. The 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 best like visual I could explain is um you know how like in Stranger Things when they go to like that other world. Mm -hmm. like yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it's like that if that's what it felt like like if i could do a, a visual presentation or or yeah. you know that's that's what it was like it's like he's in limbo and you know when it comes to stuff like that you know it's not most of the people who are go there's a movie that's like that called the others um with nicole kidman where they you know she killed her kids and then she killed herself and she thinks her house is haunted but really she's the one that's haunting the house um and and they you know when they hear noises they hear things and the best thing you can do when it comes to something like that is that's when you bring out the sage um maybe some people get a professional to come in and do it because we would do houses like that and that's when aj would go in and, and say i need to cross this person over they need to be crossed mm -hmm. over because they don't they don't know they're they're dead we need to help them cross over and you kind of say go to the white light you know, sometimes, I mean, I, it's just hard because in religion, it's so iffy. And I feel that if you go towards the light, you're, you're asking God for forgiveness. And sometimes we're afraid to go towards the white light and we stay here. We don't want to acknowledge that we're dead, we're dead because in his mind, his wife is probably still alive. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, he's living the same day or she hasn't died yet. He doesn't know what's going on. So he's suffering and that's maybe a punishment for suicide. You know, mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I don't really know exactly because there's so many different rules to this. But I feel for you not to feel any kind of like, I don't feel it's anything malicious in your house. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just but feel there, it's just like a bad energy in that room. There's, yeah, there's, it was. It, there's it, more it felt, to your story though, right? There's more yes, to your story. Yes, he Yeah. So um, I lived there about two years um, and it, it honestly, 
just things would happen and it just felt like a like I was in a really bad place um in my life where I was living I just didn't want to live there anymore um some stuff happened between my roommate and I that I was finally like okay this is it like I need to go like yeah yeah and I specifically told myself I need to go before the house takes me and I I remember I embedded in my head and I was like I have to go because like like I said it it was kind of like the crack house like there was always parties there's always people like doing stuff um we're all young and you inherit the, the feeling though Yes, and it, like we're just all young and reckless, but I just I didn't want to be there anymore. So um, I I moved out. Um, and a couple months later, I still talked to her. We would hang out every once in a while. Yeah. But a couple of months later, she gave me a call and she was like, "Hey, um, my dad passed away because the dad came back into her life after the grandparents passed away, and this was a son of the of the couple, the grandparents. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was their only son." So anyways, I was like, oh, how did he pass away? Um, she's like, well, he went under the house to do some electrical work because we we're having issues. And he never came back. And I was just like, what does that mean, you know? So he passed away under the house. Um, they think it was a heart attack or they think that he got electrocuted and then had a heart attack. Um, so it's like a combo. But he, they found his body in that place where I'm seeing like it was the black hole. Um, it was right underneath and it was just like, it wasn't suicidal. No, 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 he wasn't. No, it wasn't that. They think it was a heart attack. That's that. That's the accidental death that like, you don't want to accept that you died. I mean, am I right, Momo? Yeah. I mean, that can, but that was, that was, she said she felt that after she left. Yeah. It was after I left. This is a new guy, the new guy that went. And so, I, I it was think... her dad. It was her dad, her biological dad, so, who was the son of the grandparents. So it's funny because I, I feel like, you know, whenever, and this is where we, we bring back the residual, hefty, mm. whenever something happens somewhere um, and it happened very dramatic, whoever moves into that place or lives in that area will sometimes inherit the energy left there. And if in that case, if it was suicide or depression, you're going to feel depressed as fuck if you're in that same environment that person was in. I think yeah. it's just a coincidence. I think the corporate here was the corporate here was high cholesterol, right, Fernando? <laughs> yes. I'm sorry, bro. I was on mute again, and I was like, God damn it, I got to push this oh, button. Fernando's our, 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 our uh, resident uh, health Third wheel. Third wheel. advisor <laughs> when it comes to medical, medical He's stuff. He's keeping it real. He's bringing us back. He's a medical <laughs> guy. Fernando's a medical guy. He, I mean, but I mean, if the if depression sticks around, like I, I feel sorry for whoever inherits my house, bro. Because there's, <laughs> you know, there's a, a lot I mean, of that make, going on. Making here. fucking empanada. Fernando, be like, um, like let's be let's be serious. Like, can that be stressful for a heart attack under there, under a a house? Well, the electrocution could be. Well, yeah. Yeah, they, like they're saying that maybe he got like shocked and that like led to the heart attack. I don't really know. Again. Because I just didn't want to know like details. I just yeah. I wanted to leave all that behind me. Um, I I wasn't really sure exactly how it happened, but yeah. Well, that's a great story. Um, and I think that what you're going through, um, you know, bringing it up does it make you feel like weird bringing it up, or does does it is there any closure? Um, I mean, I don't. I think I get excited about 
wanting to talk about it because I don't talk about it. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of such a crazy story that people don't even believe me. I've only talked about it like maybe once or twice. Um, I mean, it makes, it makes a lot of, I mean, it seems the same kind of, it, 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 it's what you're saying is normal. So don't feel like it's, you're crazy. Yeah. You know, it's just, yeah. it's, <laughs> and it's like, you know, we, people don't talk about stuff like this because people we're afraid what people are going to think about what we're going through. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and yeah, sometimes it sounds crazy. Sometimes it is crazy, but uh, hell, man, this shit really happens. I mean, <laughs> I mean I believe- thankfully, thankfully, you got out of the house before it took you, like you said. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I just, I feel like they went back for him. Like the parents went back for him. My friend ended up selling the house after that happened because she was just like, "I'm out." You know? <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's the best thing she could do. Leave everything yeah. in there because she doesn't want to be around that kind of negativity. Vanessa, thank yeah. you for uh, sharing your story. Really appreciate all that stuff. Thank you guys for having me. No problem. Hang around. So, Armida Lopez, what are you doing? <laughs> She's showing us. She looks great. Up. She looks great. Look at her. Is that a boy or a girl dog? I don't know. He's he's a boy. What's he's a, he has the he has the hiccups right now. He has oh. his name is Alpha. His yeah. name is what? Say that again. Alpha. Alpha. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll forget about it later. Um, okay. <laughs> hey, so you have a story. Okay, mine's not as crazy as a lot of that. I feel like mine's not that crazy. It's not that scary. So but you're gonna be one of those people that say, "I have a scary story, bro." What happened? I was in my car and like it got <laughs> locked, but I didn't even lock it. Exactly. Oh. I feel like that's a, no. This was a while ago. I mean, it hasn't happened to me in a long time. But this is I had an apartment in Sacramento, mm. uh, where I grew up. It was one of my first apartments, you know, that I had. And I remember that apartment always just felt weird, like always felt empty, even though I had tons of stuff in it. But I just remember vividly one time. Oh, somebody's going to the bathroom. Um, <laughs> Somebody flushed the toilet? Somebody yes. probably me. Are you in the toilet, bro? Are you sitting <laughs> on your toilet right now doing the podcast? Was that you, Ariana? No. Like, yeah, right here in my living room. I got this, like, nice built-in uh, couch <laughs> toilet. Oh. oh, those are convenient couch toilets. Somebody my God, just, I need so convenient. one. Someone just flushed the toilet. That's fucking okay. <laughs> At least they flush. That's good. Okay, and um, what happened? So then, literally, like, I just remember this one night. I could not wake up. I mean, when I say I could not wake up, I could not wake up. And I felt like something was, like, above me. Sleep like, paralysis. Like straight up, like something, and, and then w- when I did kind of wake up, it felt like a mo- like something above me. Like I don't know if it was a monster. It was like, like it felt weird, and then I just was out of breath, and I was like, <gasps> like I just remember waking up and I just could not breathe, and it was the scariest feeling in the world because I'm like, did I? Did, what the fuck just happened? I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you what happened to you. Ready? I had an out of body yeah. experience. Yeah, fucking half DC. It was. You always do that to me, bro. Remember I set everything up. You come in and you mess it up. Um, you had an out-of-body experience. Uh, what do you mean? No, it was a monster on top of me. What that's do you mean what, it wasn't me? Let me tell you something. The biggest of, of all paranormal stuff, people called it several things. They call the witch was sitting on my chest. The demon was, was trying to pull me away. There was a black figure on my foot of my bed. I felt like someone was suffocating me. They all say the same thing. Yeah. What it is, it's sleep. It's uh, it's called sleep paralysis, scientific word. And what we call it in the paranormal field is called 
you were going through an astral projection uh, session, basically. Astral projection means that we all have the ability to leave our bodies on the astral field and walk around and visit others. And we do it when we sleep. It's almost like a form of meditation that our body's doing. While we, when we're in our realm, what's it called? Realm sleep, whatever? REM. We, REM sleep. REM sleep. Or that's when we can perform astral projection. Some in of us ast- have. In the, in the astral plane, not the astral field. Some of, some of us have an actual, like, ability to, 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 to do it. Some of us don't. And in that time, you feel deja vu. You feel like you're in some place. You, 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 you hear conversations you weren't even around hearing. Uh, it always happens to us when we're stressed out. It happens to us when we want answers about something. And that noise you hear sometimes or that person you see or something over you is actually you coming back into you. But your body wakes up before you, the, you're back inside of you. It's weird. Sometimes that's why you feel like you, you see someone in your house too, right? Yeah, and, and it's funny. You, your eyes are open but you cannot move. Yes. I and, really felt like I was awake, but then I, I was like, I can't. And, and during that and time. I, I felt pe- like I couldn't. I couldn't and people tend to hear things. Some people see other people in the room. Some people hear noises. And then it's followed by a boom. And you always release from it when you stop trying. That's how I felt. I felt the moment that I stopped trying to get up. And then all of a sudden I was like, whoa, what was that? That was really weird. So, uh, so it really creeped me out. Um, so does that mean I'm like a, I have superpowers? It means that you are sensitive, and if you don't want to have it anymore, just say it to you before you go to bed. I don't want to have that tonight. Uh, there's a movie that they they based a movie on that called Insidious. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. I've never seen it. Watch it. It's a movie based on that. I, you know, uh, there's a great psychic. She passed years ago by the name of Sylvia Brown. By the way, Sylvia mm-hmm. Brown, an amazing psychic, on her book. She actually predicted COVID-19. It's a trip. She passed like maybe 10 years ago. But Sylvia Brown was the one that really, her, her books, I read like all of her books, and they all talked about astral projection, that she, her kid would do it in front of her because the whole family was full of it. And he would like fall back and he, he would, like, she would feel him walk around him. So we all have the ability to do it. But I mean, that's what monks do. It's called meditation. Mm, Chris Chris Party did it, and, and when I, what was that movie? Why the White Ninja, Great White Ninja, or the Beverly Hills Ninja? Beverly Hills Ninja. So, like, so you're a I freak. Done it. So, what does it mean that if it hasn't happened in a while? It means that you haven't been as stressed as you were at that time in your life. Mm. You can do it whenever you want, but you choose not to, and they freak you out. So you probably don't want to do it again. Yeah, I definitely was freaked out. Yeah. Okay. I, well, I guess that's not that scary then. I, I thought a ghost visited me, but it was myself, I guess. It's yourself. And you tend to have a lot of uh, energies around you. That's why sometimes if you tend to go into some kind of a depression, something lifts you up the next morning. You have visitations around with, you. With, oh, yeah? What kind of visitations? Like good ones? No, nah, I mean, it's, it's up to you. Like whatever you dream about. If you ever dream about a loved one who's passed, it's because that you're asking questions about what you want to do next. Mm. But when you say people are around me, like, what do you mean? Uh, people that from you know, from your family that's passed, have been around you. You have that protecting thing about you. I guess everything's, and people who have a lot of uh, sleep paralysis tend to have a lot of um, people praying over them. 
Oh, I see. So a lot of yeah, people so. have you. A lot of people have you in their prayers. They're worried about you. That is true. My mom always calls me and tells me she's praying. And then everybody, everybody's mom always tells me that they're praying for me. So I, I think I, I probably need them. So I'm, I'm glad that they're praying for me. Yeah. So, so then, so there you well, go. So I hope in two you days, my, I hope you enjoyed my robe and well, my. In two days, you're gonna be visited by a little girl. If you don't send this podcast to 10 people by tomorrow. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Like, why would you even do that? Oh, as soon man. as I'm about to go That's to bed. That's a good thing to tell people after it. Hey, if you don't post this podcast right. to 10 people, a little girl will come and fucking oh, bring you empanadas. Yeah, well, <laughs> Freddie, anyway. for from, you. from Moreno Valley. Okay, well, much love, y'all. Well, thank you All for right. joining us on this amazing uh, open lines. Ariana, do you have anything you want to tell? Thank you. Momo, I have a lot of stories. Uh, I actually have had a lot of things happen in my life. and But like kind of piggybacking on the whole sleep paralysis, I'll share with you guys my experience on that because I've had that happen in multiple occasions um, since I was probably like 15-ish, 14-ish. Yeah. I started having them and I would have them very constantly like so many times and I never understood why I I grew up very um religious after the age of nine my mom was like hardcore Christian she's currently a, a pastor yeah um by the Your way mom, she says, you, huh? by the way she says you know that's what I was about to tell you right now um we grew we grew up our, our moms are from the same part of Mexico and that part of Mexico thrives on the supernatural. Yeah. I mean, we have stories. So I know the kind of thing that we were raised on. We were raised on superstition. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, so it, it makes a lot of sense, especially that part of Chihuahua. Chihuahua is known for their witches. Mm -hmm. They're known for their, their, that doll, that, that, that girl, Pascualita, that mannequin. So you're familiar with the mannequin in the wedding dress, right? Is that the one your mom told us, Momo? Yeah, Pascualita, the one in Chihuahua. Yeah. About that doll that, you know, she's, her mom put her in, uh, put a dress on her, and she's a dead body that's in front of the, what did they stuffed her? But anyways, you were saying? So I, I would experience a lot of these um, sleep paralysis, and I had no idea what they were. And the sensation is kind of like, you're asleep and you just feel this heavy body over you, like your entire body, yeah. a heavy body that's holding you down. That's not letting you open your eyes or open your mouth and speak. And so I would pray, I would pray for it to go away. Yeah. And for some reason, I wouldn't be able to say the name of Jesus because we pray and we rebuke at the name of Jesus. Yeah. And I, I could never say the name. Like I would always be like, Te reprendo en el nombre de like it wouldn't come out until little by little, like I would keep at it. And then finally, once I would say the name of Jesus, yeah. it would like lift. I would feel the pressure lift off my body and go away. And I would be able to like come. A, to lot, of, wake a, up. Lot, of people, a lot of people say that. And then they're like, well, if it's me, why would the name of God stop? It? Well, I am right that it is you trying to get back in. But at that same time, you're also seeing things around you mm -hmm. that can also cause you not to go back in. 
But yeah. the, the, the fact that you say the word, you know, I, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus, like sometimes a lot of times just by saying the word God, it gives you that comfort that calms you down. So you're able to like come out of it, right? I mean, yeah. my, my, uh, my thought on it, you know? But I have more to my story. Right, go on. Shut up, Hefty. No, like you're, you're good. I just, so for the longest time, like I just kept experiencing that over and over and over. And then I'm very much of like, let's see what science has to say. And like the whole, like I looked it up and everything, but this was more after years. Um, because one time I, I uh, was in Arizona with my boyfriend at the time and we were sleeping and I remember just being woken up and I looked over at him and over him, I saw an actual demon. Like it was a demon. They come in very many different sizes and shapes because yeah. I've seen so many in my life. Like, you know, different demons, different type of demons have different shapes. They take on different figures. And so this demon in particularly I could clearly see the head and it had red eyes shaped like ours, but it fit the eyes are red and the body kind of like, yeah. was like a ghostish type of thing. But I remember like just waking up, I looked over and the minute I looked over like the demon, I could see it like this over my boyfriend. And then the minute I woke up, it went like really fast, whipped its face at me. And I was like, Te reprendo en el nombre de Jesús. And it, as soon as I said that, it like floated up and went to the corner of the bedroom. And it was just kind of like this on the wall, like looking at us. And I was like, no, like you have to leave. You're not welcome here. You're not allowed to stay here. Like, yeah. You need to go back to where you came from. And then it like flew into the bathroom where it was really dark. And I could just feel it there. But the minute that I saw it go up, into the corner of the room my boyfriend did this thing where he was like he was sleeping and he goes <gasps> and I was like are you okay and he's like I just felt like something was over me and it was pushing me down and I couldn't wake up and I was trying to talk and I was trying to like wake up to wake you up to help me and I couldn't do it and I was like okay so you just had your very first sleep paralysis and then like this is what it was and so that's when I was like okay, I see the flip side of it because I've always been under it. And this is the first time that I actually saw it. Anyway. So would you say you're, you're um, clairvoyant? You can see ghosts? I mean, I, go, ahead, go, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, uh, is it possible that like, if you are clairvoyant, like Momo says, um, that you actually saw what was uh, stressing out your boyfriend at the time? Maybe, I don't know, but you know, so years after that, like, you know, now I've, I've been through like therapy and I've done a lot of more self work and healing, like inner healing on myself. And I've learned that a lot of times things that we see or we experience is because we're fighting the demons inside of us. We're fighting our own issues and problems. And I, I mean, I think the three of you know that I suffered a childhood trauma that I kept suppressed for 18 years. I never shared with anybody. And throughout those entire times, that's when I was having the sleep paralysis. When I finally confronted uh, what happened to me and I finally went public with it and I finally like 
confronted those demons and that insecurity and that like pain and everything. Yeah. Since that moment, I haven't had any sleep paralysis. A lot of people think that demons are biblical, but demons can also be inner demons. And we we talked about this in the show before, you know, a demon can be a drug addiction. Mm -hmm. A demon can be infidelity. A demon can be, you know, just wishing bad on people. You know, a a demon can be, you know, going through a divorce. And a lot of people who have had these demon moments are people who have suffered some kind of trauma. Yet we can't put a face on the trauma. Mm-hmm. We can't give it a, a, a physical or, or, or a, it's not tangible. So we tend to put a face to it. And, and sometimes that face can be a demon. That face manifests in your, in, yeah. in your, in your own mind. Yeah, because I mean, the, the stuff you're explaining, it's cr- crazy to think that something like that, because if it was really demonic, and I told the other dude, you wouldn't be talking to us right now. That's what I'm saying. Like, with your, with your boyfriend, I, I'm assuming it wasn't your current boyfriend, right? No. So, like, how was your... Well, would you want to date her after a demon no, was no. fucking... <laughs> but, like, how was how was your, your relationship with him? Was it, was it, like, was he, like, that negative type of person? Was he going through stuff that you would felt, like, would, would cause, like, you know? No, it was her. It was her. It was her, and, and then uh, maybe he... You know, Maybe. He, he tapped into it. He tapped into who she was. And, and, you know, she has a strong personality. She has a strong energy. And when you become intimate with somebody, you give them a little bit of your, of your, of your vibe. And if you guys are both in the same situation, same bed, paralysis, you see, that demon could have been Ariana herself. Yeah. I you mean, you seem, you seem very well versed in... in, true? in uh, no, it's true. But, I mean, like, like you know, like you seem to know, like, you've, you've done research on, on the... On the subject you know what i mean yeah it is yeah, scary sure. though it is scary well, to think that you see i mean to tell someone yeah i see demons like i had a girl on the podcast on our on our dm say hey i see a bunch of demons i had a bunch of them came out of me can i talk i'm like get away from me like yeah. i want to talk to you yeah you scare people because yeah. they're like what the fuck is wrong with you it's like it's like the, the girl from our first podcast that freaked me out oh yeah she told you she was possessed i mean like fernando we're we're fans of a band called uh, Imagine Dragons. What's that song about demons? Oh, I'm trying to remember the exact. Okay, so there's a line in that in that song. It's where, um, where demons. Uh, my God, I forgot what the name of the. It's even song called. Is. It's called demons. I don't think it's called demons. Um, but I remember when I went to the concert. Actually, my very first Imagine Dragons concert was the tickets that you yeah, sold. But but I know what it is. I know what it is. It's where the demons lie. That's where my demons and lie. It's where my demons lie. It's That's where right. my demons mm-hmm. lie. Right. And, I know what song you're and he about. was talking about his inner self. Like right. You know, he's going through a lot of great stuff in his life, but those demons, man, they come out and they they ruin everything. Yeah. Yep. And it's hard to put a face to a demon because we have to come up with it with ourselves what we think it is. I mean, um, like, sometimes like demons will so like like you're saying like they'll manifest themselves in other parts. Like, let's say you had a bad relationship and then you start off another relationship and you end up sabotaging that and you don't know why you sabotaged it and that's because you still haven't come to terms with the negativity. What, what about what about Ramon, Ramon's story? Remember Ramon's story? That one was a crazy story, bro. Let me see if I can. There was the. Uh, 
so so Ramon, we had a, a guest. I, I would say like you know, one of the first episodes where he was talking about he saw a demon at his house that was creeping at. Oh, him. hold on, hold on. Oh. Before before the day, remember what would happen? He was at work and he said that this girl. He went home and his wife was pissed off at him. He's like, "Why are you mad at me? What do you mean? Why the fuck I'm mad at you? Who's this girl at work?" And his wife said that a girl left oh. a message on the answering machine yeah. saying. Hey, baby, how are you? So I just want to call you. We have a meeting tomorrow at work. You know, how he, and she was calling him by his nickname that only his wife knew. So his wife was like, who the fuck is this bitch telling you this? All this shit, all, all this drama. Um, and then Ramon was like, let me hear the episode. And when Ramon, I mean the episode, let me hear the, let me hear the, what do you call it? The message. The message. Yeah. And, when she, and when she plays it, it goes, hey, Ramon, just want to let you know that tomorrow we have a meeting completely different from what she heard. Yeah. So they got into a big fight. They made up. Then they go sit on the couch and they're watching that show called The Pacific on HBO because Ramon loved that show. He's sitting there and as he sits there, his TV, on the side of his TV is a hallway to their bedrooms. And he says that somebody creeped up like this and looked like that into them. Mm -hmm. And it was a creature with, with all white face looked like and then it and then it laughed at him like like mocking. Oh, he said he chills, he said he yeah. ran he got up and just ran out of the house and left his wife there. He said he left her there. They're, <laughs> they're divorcing. They're right? divorced now. Yeah. Yeah, they're divorced now. Do you know? So that story reminds me of another one I had. Uh, the same house where the trauma happened to me. Um, in that same room, I used to have. Do you guys remember Treasure Trolls? I'm totally yeah. dating myself. Yes. Yeah. So I had a treasure troll that was about this big and Mm -hmm. it was dressed as a clown and it would sing, it's a small world, the song. And it would light up. It was super freaky. Till this day, I cannot ride that ride at Disneyland because of this doll. I can't can't ride it for weight issues, but go on. (laughs) So I had this treasure troll and the batteries were starting to go like die so it would seem like it's not like super creepy (laughs) so i took i took the batteries out yeah it was fucking creepy so i don't tell me don't don't tell me it's saying after you took the batteries let her finish bro yeah do you want to say having a podcast with hefty (laughs) he likes to say the punchlines that's okay you can finish my sentences dang (laughs) hey you're that you're that comic in the green room bro now Go make some right, empanadas. I, I, won't, I won't say shit anymore. Um, so, yes, enojo. Yes, enojo. Yes, enojo. Mm-hmm. It's sensitive. <laughs> so since I took out the batteries, I threw them away. I put the treasure troll doll on the top of my closet in the shelf. And I was sleeping. And all of a sudden, the doll goes off and it's singing. But it's at the floor of my closet. So I was like, what the fuck? So I thought, okay, it foul and maybe that triggered the song but then i was like but it has no battery so how is this operating so i was like okay well whatever i put it back on the top of my shelf the next night the same exact thing happens so i was like all right this is too creepy for me i'm throwing this away i put it out in the dumpster on their side of our house the next night tell me why it's back in my closet again singing that same song i was like (sighs) that's when you that's when you burn it. Did you yeah. ever see that episode of uh, the Twilight Zone with Tucky Tina? I well, that's that's what that reminds me of. Oh yeah, I mean, everybody has this story with throwing in the trash and it comes back. We threw away a Ouija board when we were a kid. We threw it in the trash. My mom threw it away. 
And and the next day it was in our living room. That happened to me too with the Ouija board. She's like, this is a I'm like, it's a piece of wood, but you give it so much power that it, it you know, don't play with yeah. the fucking Ouija board. See, now Hefty's not talking because he's, because. Yeah. <laughs> I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> you know? She's, um, I think she's done talking, but you can talk now. No, no, I was. What are your views? What are what are, what are you what are your views on her story about? Well, that was crazy story. <laughs> no, I mean, gonna throw all his pop dolls out. No, I, I, I don't even take them out of the plastic. So I mean, they're gonna have a tough time getting out of there. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and they're, they're they're action figures. Uh, oh yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was about to say. You know, doing his sorry. dolls. Did, have you ever had an uh, have an experience where? You were seeing an apparition. Are you like an actual, yeah, like a ghost. Obviously, that's yeah. they don't want me to chime in. No, no. What, what is it? What have you seen? Like uh, multiple times. So, like one, one that's not had... that's not a demon. That's not creepy. Just like something that you're like, that's a ghost, and it's walking around. He doesn't know I'm there. The ghost doesn't know I'm there. Yeah, like it's just doing its own thing, or you're just watching. No, I haven't had that. But I do have, like, if I go to certain people's homes, um, I will feel, like, eyes watching me and there's nobody in the room or nothing. Or, that, like, I can sense different things. Do you still live in the same part when, I went, when we went to your yeah. house? Yeah, I still got that dent in the wall. <laughs> was that, who was that? Was that I think it was Fernando, wasn't it? <laughs> it wasn't me. No. It no. wasn't me. I wasn't, I wasn't invited, so I wouldn't know. Oh. Yeah. This is after this is after I got fired. <laughs> Mira, you're always invited. You sold me yeah. empanadas. Uh, so your house freaked me out a little bit. Yeah. I was cool at your house. I went to your house and um we went in and we were in your living room, I guess, or the front part of your house. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um kind of I got a little vibe from that from that porch. Yeah. And I remember we're outside. It was me and the guys, and we were smoking cigars out there after rehearsal. Or I think it was after a show. And, that, was the, uh, that was the carcinogen haunting you, bro. We, we, were, just Sorry, sitting, bro. we were just sitting there. And then uh, I remember we just we, we thought we saw somebody sitting on your front porch. Don't tell me that because that's the window behind me. <laughs> it was like this. So, but we, we saw somebody, and I think it was, I don't know if it was Mike or Cisco, but somebody was like, Hey, who's that? Is that is that one of our family members? I'm like, who? What? And we saw it, and then we like, we came back and we talked ourselves, and we looked back, and it was gone. So to this day, we don't know if it was a homeless guy or a fucking ghost, right? Or it's exactly. Pasadena. There's so. always homeless people around here, but I would I would um, agree that there's definitely like demons or ghosts or whatever out and surrounding the property because my sister when she's come to visit. She's also felt their presence. My sister, Gennady, yeah. you know. Yeah, we like, felt. I felt something. I felt something yeah. in the place, but it wasn't bad or negative or anything. It but there's felt- times. Yeah, there's times. Like the other day, I was feeling it outside our bedroom window, and the dog actually. I bet like, you were no. <laughs> the dog actually, like, she since we got her, it's been about a month. She like runs around the house freely, but the other day when I felt it outside the window. I let her walk and she was like being her happy self. And then all of a sudden she was like this into the same area and she was scared. And then that's when I was like, okay, she senses it too. 
I think when people see something evil, the dogs cry and want to run away. No! <laughs> I want to sleep. I'm going to mute you. Good afternoon. <laughs> That's fucked up. Um, Hefty, what I do to you? That's Choked messed up, up Hefty. man. You, 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 you didn't, hey, you you're made so mean, bro. Me you made so me up. I shut you up. Hefty, no. even, the, even the guy behind her smiled. Well, wow. He's right there. Say hi. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> Damn, bro. I thought you went behind me. I was like, that's my robe, bro. I told you already. <laughs> oh, that was creepy, Hefty, when you had that robe looking like a man behind you. Those it's two still, guys. I thought that, it was, thought that it was two guys with that robe. <laughs> that one? Yeah. Fucking you in here. Hey, so this is open line. So anybody have anything else to say? If you guys are on the on anybody, any well, last words? I just wanted to say good night and I hope that you all get eaten by ghosts because okay. now I'm freaked out about this little girl that's gonna come visit me. So thank you very much. But that's only I mean, if you don't share the podcast with ten people. Oh you'll be oh, okay. I mean the ghost Start has to be now. pretty the ghost has to be pretty hungry if he's gonna eat me and Momo. <laughs> I mean, that's a that's She's quite like, a large I meal. Nothing bad will happen to you, I promise you, but if it does um, the Paragordo Activity Podcast is not responsible for any kind of uh, damages or traumas. Dude, do you have that as a disclaimer? That would be hilarious. Right? I mean, we, we won't starting today. I'm going to edit it before the say, podcast. No, but for real, good night. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back. I just want to say goodbye. Thank you for having me. All right. Good All right, night. Thanks for, hey, thanks for so, you going to sleep right now? Yes. This is it's getting... I'm past... I'm a grandma. My abuelita, yo. Mm. Yeah. Hey, got, what's your Instagram? I, I, Tell everybody, what, you know, your Instagram. Oh, uh, my Instagram, oh. my gram, you can follow me. Um, I'm pretty boring. No, I'm just kidding. The Armida Lopez is my Instagram. Follow oh. me. And what projects are you in that we can watch you on? Oh, um, well, uh, I have one coming up called Boss Level. It's a feature film. It should be coming out. It was supposed to be coming out this year, but with the Rona, I don't yeah. know what happened. But I think I definitely think it's still going to be showing on streaming. I just don't know where yet. So yeah. what's it called? Stay tuned. Boss level. It's with Naomi Watts, uh, Mel Gibson, uh, Frank Grillo, all those cool, really cool people. And it was directed by Joe Carnahan. Nice. And then uh, what's the other one that we saw? I saw you in. Oh, El Chicano. Orale. Yeah, with with my. A good man, incredible actor, George Lopez. Uh, he was a pleasure to work with, and yeah, um, hopefully you. Oh, well, you could see, you could still see that one. I think. Yeah, I think I it's on. It's everywhere. It's on platforms. It's on, it's on Showtime right now. Oh, there you go. Well, there you go. Um, that's where y'all can catch. There go there some residuals. Uh, I'm still waiting on those. Your two cents. <laughs> Yeah, but um, but yeah. So that, and then I have a little short film that I created. That's my little baby that I did. That's going on a festival tour I've here. Yeah, right now it's going through um a lot of festivals, a lot of in Georgia, because Georgia's you know opened up, so they were able to do the festivals. So um, it's been really cool. And then uh, we have one coming up in LA, um, LA Women in Film. That one's going to be showing here. Um, it's called Made in America, and that one has an Instagram too. It's Made in America film. And you're also, you're also, uh, you know, she's an activist. I mean, I've seen her everywhere. I see her Aww. doing this stuff for, um, you know, the our, our fallen soldier, our Latina hero. 
Vanessa uh, Guillen. Yeah. You do a lot of fundraisers and you do a lot of uh, walks and, 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 you know, you've been championing her for a while now and, uh, you know, yeah. props to you for, you know, keeping that alive and then uh, telling her Thank story you. and sharing her story. Yeah, I love her. And listen, like, I think, you know, if we don't do it for each other, who will? You know what I mean? That's right. It, and I think it's important that we remember that. I mean, that it we can't expect people to fight for us if we don't fight for each other. You know what I mean? I think that, so I think that's when I, when I, the reason why I champion so hard for my mi gente is because I want to be the example, not just talk about, you know, brown unity and this and that. No, no, no. We got to be the, the ones leading the way. And, and so people can see like, oh, wow, like it is possible. It is possible for us to unite no matter where we come from, no matter what flag you rep, you know, Vanessa Guillen, she's Mexican, but she looks like my sister, you know what I mean? And it doesn't matter because her life matters and um, she deserves justice. And so do our vendors, you know, that work very, very hard that are out in the street getting hurt. And um, I'm actually that, that, you know, like it's, it's just, to me, it's just really important that we just remember each other and vouch for each other in every moment we can, you know, Um, that's just really important, especially, you know, our, a hardworking gente out there. And so, yeah, but that, actually we just finished up a mural. We actually have one, a mural coming up that uh, we're, we're doing that I organized to make for Vanessa again. So stay, stay tuned. And, and we're hopefully going to have an unveiling for that. And then we made a mural for the vendors that, you know, a lot of the vendors have been attacked in the streets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's one in particular, I, I, I'm really big on vouching for our, our women. So um, her, her name is Amar, Amarelis. She was attacked in South Central here in LA. And then um, I just didn't like the way it went down, you know? So I contacted her. I have a friend who's an incredible artist, Mr. Baby. Shout out to her, Michelle. She's amazing. She's been out there working really hard on this mural. And um, she's finishing it up tomorrow. And we're going to have an unveiling. And we're going to hopefully try to raise some funds um and you know bring the vendors there and have a little little fiesta so we can you know help each other and then the, the studio where it's at is actually a it's called studio 50 studio um and that studio is literally for latinx artists so it, it represents latinx artists so it's you know it's obviously really important but but yeah that's that's it <laughs> well, there you are mira lopez you can find her <laughs> everywhere causing this mother yeah, exactly. We we gotta get in some good trouble, like John Lewis said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. good trouble. So okay, is it the Armida Lopez or the Armida Lopez? So, or the the official Armida Lopez? <laughs> I wish it was a but he, let me tell you the secret about behind my Instagram. I was looking for just Armida Lopez, okay? But somebody out there got five followers and stole my name. Girl, so <laughs> my my name's with one follower. I'm like, yeah. are you freaking kidding me? Yeah. So somebody Zero out there goes. Yeah, but so I had to make it into um T H E the Armida. A R M I D A and then Lopez L O P E Z. So yeah, that's why I made it. So it's not like I was trying to be all like D one, but it was just I had I'm D one. I'm D one. Like those girls that say I'm the one and then the one. And they go, yeah. fuck everybody. God first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, fuck everybody. No, but God yeah. first. But I love y'all. Uh, stay safe. And uh, yeah, stay spooky. I'll talk yeah. to you soon. Okay. Hey, Momo, did you, did you uh, review that one um, 
text message I sent you about my friend's security video from her living room? No, I don't like keeping stuff in my phone like that. But I saw it and I was like, what the fuck? Dude, what was that? I'll have to send it to you, Hefty and Ariana. (laughs) Okay, so my friend sends me this video, right? And she tells me, uh, she doesn't tell me what it is. She just says, look at this video. And her dog's name is Piper. And she says, uh, you know, right by Piper, you know, where Piper walks. And so I'm like, okay. Now, at first I thought, all right, this is going to be one of those stupid uh, videos where a ghost gonna... pops up. Yeah, exactly. Like some zombie face pops That's up. What I thought it was too when you said yeah. to me, fucker. Exactly. And I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck? So I, I thought it was going to be the Momo. The Momo right, pops up. So I just play it, right? But like I'm watching TV, I just play it and out of the corner of my eye, I can see if it's, uh, you know, if anything pops out, but nothing popped out. So I'm like, okay, well, let me take a look at this. It is, I can't say that they're orbs, but there's definitely at least three apparitions. And it's, it's like an 18 second video, right? So one, there's one that comes down the wall. Like the, you know, there's a bookcase, it comes down the bookcase and then goes to the left. And then one comes out from underneath the couch and scoots like a worm. It it actually, it's like, it scoots and it goes like in a, in a half circle pattern and goes underneath the other side of the, um, of the couch. And so she sends me this and she goes, what do you think? Right. And now, my first thing was I wanted, I didn't want to freak her out or anything in my mind. I'm thinking, run, bitch, get out. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, no, no, no. Oh, it's, it's a gas. <laughs> no, I go, what you have is that you have one of those, you know, video cameras that records at night, like, you know, cause it's pitch black, but you can see a clear black and white picture. I go, so you have like a, a night vision camera. Yeah. I go, you know what those cameras do is that they, um, since they try to make everything bright, you know, so you can see everything, yeah. uh, they're, they're lightning dark spots. And so that it may look like an apparition, but actually that's a digital effect. And in my head, I'm thinking, fucking Fernando, you are good. Cause I'm making that <laughs> shit up. I'm making that shit up. That yeah. is clearly... I mean- that I is mean, clearly an apparition. Possibly with the with the night vision on the cameras, especially if it's outside, it, it could be an insect, a moth. Negative, uh, Ghost Rider. This is inside her living room. I'm gonna show. Oh, I'm gonna send it to you. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Patty makes a point. You see, a lot of times you have to. You can tell by the flight path. Mm-hmm. If it's going in a flight path that is very very slow, like this, like if it's like this, mm-hmm. like that, then it's an orb. If it's like this, like that, it's a bug. It's a mosquito. Okay. So it is definitely not erratic. You know what I mean? It is not yeah. erratic. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if I can find this. Um, oh, check this, check <clears throat> this out. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if you, if you guys all follow AJ. I know me a moment. Yeah, that's what I was going to tell you. He wants us to go to that thing, by the way. So AJ posted this video. He went to uh, the Air Force uh, Museum right here, right by my house. It's like an exit away. Um, they have a lot of uh, uh, ships that... Uh, like aircraft that were in war, right? Like a lot of war shit, a lot of war uh, airplanes. But there's a video that he sent that he posted where um, like five orbs come out and then like they all go different direction and then they meet up in the middle in a, in a flight formation like you would when you're doing training exercises. 
Oh, okay. And the the orbs stay like that in the flying formation. And even people are like, dude, they're in the flying like they they went out sporadic. Yeah, look at there, there's a video right there. And then they they went into the into the formation. You know what I mean? Show the videos. Right. Show tape. So like if you if you're watching it, what like I don't know maybe the maybe the ring light's not gonna let you do. Yeah, well, maybe see them tilt it down a little bit. See, you see, you see the orbs. You see how they're in formation now. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's weird. That's crazy. Dude. But question, question before we we we, we could proceed because it's been killing me since uh, Ariana talked. What ended up happening with this troll doll? Like, did you throw it out? Oh yeah. Yeah, we threw it. We threw it in a dumpster that was across the street on the day the the trash was coming to pick it up, and they took it away. What would you do? What would you do if it's like in your closet in the morning? In this closet? Yeah. <laughs> I call you and I'd be like, "Ya ves que empezaste lo embocaste tú." It'd be right behind. <laughs> Kathy will cut it up and make it into empanadas for you. There it is. Francis, what are you doing? Right, right now I am trying to load the dishwasher. Oh uh, yes. See, that's paradigm. Fun time, you know, growing up. That's 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 what I what what, what I feel that uh. Yeah, I'm I mean, something about what you tell me, Francis. I really, I'm really uh, thinking it's you have a connection to you, like you have people watching your house now. You have like a uh, a, a group of loved ones who have passed that are just watching your back over there. I mean, would you say guardian angels? Would you use that term? No, that is a that is a false term, my friend. You see, a lot of people say like even the story that our, the homeboy did earlier that he said his uncle saw his daughter, um, that his uncle saw his daughter when she was an angel. Well, it's time to go biblical. You humans were never angels. When we die, we don't become angels. If you know the story of the Bible, first God made angels, and then he made humans. In fact, the devil is what? A fallen an angel. An angel. He's a fallen angel. So angels are not ever have never been human so when you know we're not on the other side waiting to like dive in with our wings and all that stuff you know what i mean in fact you know there's other well i mean biblically they have angels have specific tasks yeah i mean you know but it's it's what they were made for they're not they're not human so uh, guardian angel no but there is another term called spirit guy when you're born everyone's assigned to um a certain amount of some people have four to five spirit guides people have two spirit guides are people who have lived a life and they have to there there's their job is to watch over you and guide you uh in your life and you know you can have a few together they're the ones that kind of like mold you by 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 their you know it, it's like a job it's funny we might on the other side for all we know we have jobs and it's what it seems like we have people we're assigned to do you know, I don't know. It's weird. It's, it's, it's a crazy thing, really. But anyways. Um, I've always wanted to know if I had a guardian angel because I've had a lot of friends that passed away, but I don't know. I never really felt what? them. You're only going to get somebody who was assigned to you on the day of your birth. Now, you have people that visit you. Those are the people I said that are around you. They visit you and people who passed. Uh, if somebody you had passed recently you're not going to see them or feel them for a while. In fact, it takes about a few months, maybe a year. And usually it's when you find closure about 
losing this person that they're going to come back and visit you in a dream or some kind of thing like that. I see. That's usually how it works. I just kicked herself out of the room. No, her, she sent me a text. She said her computer died. Um, in fact, I think Francis, we had somebody that passed that went to school with us. I, I remember we were talking. Yeah, we were yeah. talking about him. Yeah. So it's like, you know, something like that, you're, you're not going to get any messages yet. That's why I always tell people when somebody dies, do not go out and say, are you there? Can you, if you're there, send me a message because something else is going to come in and give you a message. You know, it's, yeah. it's just part of the, the, the way of the world. So listen, this has been the Paragordo Activity Podcast. This has been a great podcast. Thank you guys for joining us, talking with us. Uh, if you can't sleep tonight, I apologize. Um, this was an open, open lines podcast. We heard from a lot of friends of ours. And uh, again, if you have a story, we'll do another one of these next week. Uh, so that's Momo Rodriguez. Don Hefty. And you've been listening to Perigordo Podcast.